With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from active care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is active care? Active care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out-of-pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. After my heart attack, Cash from Active Care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from Active Care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is Active Care? Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out of pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to One Report. I think this is one eighteen or something like that. Wow, we're over a hundred. That's that 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 is <laughs> that is absolutely absolutely flipping amazing. Um, over a hundred. We are, you know, in my brain, we are the little train that could. We just keep chugging along. We don't always have the stuff we need, and sometimes things are broken, and and it, you know, we spitter and sputter sometimes, but. We we are continuing to bring you the best, best way to start your day, the conservative way. That's how we do. Uh, my friend Paul Swanson on the Swanson Report continuing to populate the Morning Report Facebook page. So go there. Just look for the Morning Report on Facebook. A production of FightBackMedia.com. Tim Bryce at TimBryce.com. Um, I think these shows are showing up on, on his website and we're building something new. So stay tuned for that. Uh, a, um, a coalition of conservatives here in the Tampa Bay area are coming together to, to, to get some stuff done as the November election is, um, quickly, quickly, quickly.
quickly, quickly approaching. And um, so there's lots of stuff going on. You, you know, it doesn't seem like it. You know, most of our days are are spent indoors. I don't think that I went out. I don't think I went outside yesterday. I think it, I, it wasn't because I'm afraid that coronavirus is, you know, around the side of my house waiting, waiting, waiting to knife me. That wasn't it. I just didn't, it just didn't work out that I went outside. No, I don't think I did. I don't think I stepped outside the door. Uh, I didn't go outside and get any sunlight on my skin meat, which I, which I desperately need to, which I will do today because I am going to the Walmart pickup to get groceries. Now, you're asking, why Why are you going to pick up? Why aren't you going into the store? Well, anybody who asks, why did, Why am I going into a Walmart? You've never freaking been in a Walmart, have you? Um, so, no, if I can get groceries and, and, you know, and get those Walmart prices on groceries without actually having to go into the store, yeah, that's a win for me. Uh, so that's what I'll be doing today. That's, that's my trip out, and I may leave a little early to, to drive around my city to see what's going on. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I didn't even leave that. I didn't even get the mail yesterday, so I'm not even sure what the hell's in the mail. Um, but we'll see. But we'll see. We'll take a trip out there after we're done here to the mailbox, or the bill box, as we call it around here. Um, it's going to be an interesting show. We've got some things to talk about. Trey Gowdy um, speaks out on the unmasking. Uh, the, the, the judge... In the cases, well, we're not sure why he's allowing the Friends of the Court documents to be a part of the record uh, before he just, you know, nobody from the, because nobody from the prosecution, this, this, this is, you know, nobody from the prosecution is fighting the um, dismissal of charges against Mike Flynn. See, I, I want you guys to hear that. Nobody is nobody from the from the prosecution is fighting the dismissal of charges. Hmm. Just the judge is dragging his feet. We'll talk a little bit about that. And of course, Bryce is right with his controversial title of of today's piece: "Kill All the Bean Counters." Hmm. With apologies to William Shakespeare. In any case, we'll be back right after these messages with The Morning Report. My name is William Lawson. The Morning Report is a production of FightBackMedia.com, FightBackMedia.com, FightBackMedia.com. We'll be back right after this. You know, every man my age should have three things in my opinion. First, you should have your own barber. Second, you should have your own car mechanic. And third, you should have your own florist. That's right, florist. My florist is Christine Vasconcello at Blooming Days Flower Shop, located at 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida. An FTD Top 100 florist, Blooming Days meets all of your floral needs while respecting your budget. Give Christine a call at 813-933-1942, www.bloomingdays.com. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. 
You know, with so much content whizzing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. It's Flipboard. Yeah, Flipboard curates the world's story so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. When you see stories that you want to save or share, just tap the plus button and add them to your private or public collections. It's that simple. It's used by millions of people every day. Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. So get started now at Flipboard.com. That's Flipboard.com. All right, welcome back to The Morning Report. My name is Willie Lawson. The Morning Report is a, a production of Fight Back Media. I'm Fight Media. Fightbackmedia.com. So let's uh, let's hop on let's hop on in there, see what we can see what we can get done this morning. Um, the judge in the Mike Flynn case is again dragging his feet and dragging his feet, be- and somebody thinks that he's dragging his feet because he wants this to play out, and and we saw this this sort of thing play out in the uh, the so-called impeachment hearings to drag this out as long as possible so maybe it'll co- it'll cover through the November elections maybe maybe um judge Emmett Sullivan has and this is from Jonathan Turley's Twitter account uh judge Sullivan has now appointed a retired judge to look into whether the court should issue an order to show cause why Mike Flynn should not be held in criminal contempt for perjury Thus, the court is not only considering denying an uncontested motion dismissal, but also considering a new charge based on Flynn's effort to withdraw his plea. So, so he, consider the implications for, for many cases where defendants seek to withdraw pleas due to prosecutorial abuse. It would create a threat of judicial charge even when the prosecutors agree with the defendants. So here's what happens. You know, I know that a lot of times people will will not think about it happening to their friend. But if it's a political thing and somebody who's far away from you, someone like of Mike Flynn, so especially someone who's attached to someone like Donald Trump, that we just we just don't think about it that way. Think about it. Think about if your friend is plead guilty to something they didn't they didn't necessarily do because of some prosecutorial um, misconduct so they just plead guilty to get the pressure off people do people this is crazy people do all the time and then they get a, they get a good lawyer that's not a public defender or they get a good lawyer who has who may be a public defender and say, wait, 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 wait. We'd like to withdraw withdraw our plea, which you can do. And <clears throat> the prosecution 
doesn't necessarily have a problem with it. Seems like you can withdraw your plea, right? As a matter of fact, the prosecution has, has decided, because other evidence is, has come up, that they're not going to even pursue pursue these charges. So you can withdraw your plea, they don't care. But the judge says, hold on, wait a minute. Huh. Not only am I going to let outside people who may or may not have interest in this case um, file briefs, notices, letters, I'm going to consider a new charge. Well, since other, since when can the judge decide that the, the judge is going to consider a new charge? Someone who's an attorney will have to give me some background on that. Send me an email, WLS860 at gmail.com, and we'll have you on the program. Maybe I will reach out to our friend, uh, Chris Ann Hall. Uh, at chrisannhall.com, chrisannhall.com, chrisannhall.com. If anybody would know, she would know. She worked for the state attorney's office here in Florida for a while. So this is crazy. Judge Sullivan previously criticized, was previously criticized for suggesting that Flynn could be charged with treason. He is now allowing third parties to make argument in a criminal case on an unopposed motion. I just said, in addition, he is exploring a charge that he might be able, that he might be able to bring against Flynn. These extraordinary moves by the court are increasingly, are increasingly discomforting. There is a single charge where significant jail time was neither warranted nor expected. The court's effort to import arguments and explore new charges could be raised on appeal given the prior record. There are there comes a point where the court appears too invested in the punishment of a defendant and too active in creating alternatives to dismissal. As a criminal defense attorney, this is from Jonathan Turley, I find these moves unnerving, particularly when the prosecutorial abuse has been raised by the Department of Justice and others. It's crazy. It's insane and if you don't think this has to do with just Donald Trump you are wrong you are wrong it's crazy absolutely insane now uh, when um, when Trey Trey Gowdy former congressman Trey Gowdy saw the list of former Obama administration officials behind the unmasking of General Flynn the first thing he did was call Devin Nunes. Now, now here, here's the deal. You might have already seen it. It's already out there. I think that Paul might have put it up on the uh, Facebook page, uh, uh, our Facebook page, uh, the Re- Morning Report Facebook page. Uh, it's already out there. I'm sure he has it on on his on his blog, on uh, the Swanson Report. It's already out there. The release document. He told Fox News Bill Hemmer validates what Devin Nunes and, and said and did earlier in 2017. As a House Intelligence Committee chairman, Nunes claimed that he found evidence 
that that current and former government officials had easy access to U.S. person information, and that's possible. And excuse me, and that it is possible that they use this information to achieve partisan political purposes, including the selective uh, and anonymous leaking of such information. He added, Obama era officials sought the identities of Trump's transitional transition officials within intelligence reports. They're trying to find out who these people are. Really none of their business, but um, it didn't have any ha- have any bearing on what they were doing. Grady told Himmer that unmasking these names and leaking of that information is a crime. You know unmasking names without significant factual legal um, predicate is a serious abuse of power, he said. But leaking that masked name and dissemination of that name to the media is actually a felony. And De- Devin tried to tried like the Dickens to get this information from the current administration from some of the intelligence officials and we got some of the numbers but he should have excuse me but he should have had all this information and my question for the FBI is how is your leak investigation going it's been four years it's been four years how's your leak investigation going yeah apparently there's there's, there's a leak in the FBI like we like to think of the FBI as these hard-working group of agents that that keep us safe against the worst kind of criminals, and for the most part, the rank and file agents out there who are keeping us safe against the worst kind of criminals are just what we believe they are. See, I think I think we have to make sure that we we don't screw this up. The people who are out there basically risking their ass every day and base and you know investigating again and putting in jail the worst kind of criminals that there are they are exactly who we think they are but you know in any organization the further you get from where the real business of the organization is uh, the more you get into what office politics, and then you get into uh, agency politics, and then you get into influence, and then you get into money, and then you get into power, you get into all those things that don't really have anything to do with the mission of the organization. And I think this is what we're dealing with with the FBI right now. I think people in you know what on the seventh floor are involved in things that. First of all, the, the rank and file members, people out there in the field offices and on the street doing the job every day, don't have any don't have any real knowledge of and would never approve. So we're that that's that I think that's what we're dealing with. So we have to be able to hold two thoughts in our heads and understand that when we when we say FBI, we don't mean the guys out in the field the, the men and women in the field offices out there protecting us against all the worst kinds of criminals protecting against all the worst kinds of, of of terrorists, foreign and domestic. That's not what we're talking. That's not who we're talking about. We're talking about the Comeys and the Clappers. Clapper. Clap on. Clap off. Um, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the politically, the political class in the FBI.
That's what we're talking about. And there's a rat. There's a rat there. It is horrific. Uh, this isn't this isn't funny, but it's funny to me. In in the Los Angeles County uh, Jail, once you know it's interesting in in jails. Once some information gets around, uh, people who are in jail sometimes have been in jail more than once become fairly creative about their lives in jail. They can become fairly creative. We we might have seen that there are um, uh, there's there's a um, on Netflix you can find these programs where people are in jail and they have found a way in a lot of these jails to communicate through the toilet system. Even pass information back, pass information in contraband and love letters back and forth through the toilet system in some of these jails. Some of these folks end up being super creative. And we all the same thing. If they could be that creative and use their super creative power for good, they could be very, very successful. As opposed to being very unsuccessful crooks because they're in jail. You know what I'm saying? So if they can do that, when information gets to the jail, even even, even the county jail, people figure stuff, people start, start figuring stuff out. When they learned... And people in jail, especially in L.A. County, learned that prisoners were getting released, getting released to keep them from getting COVID-19. Because COVID-19 inside a prison environment, talk about a Petri dish. Talk about a Petri dish. You just don't, you know, from a, um, a standpoint, you just don't want that. You just don't want Something that that's that, that if you're up that if you're up up against it uh, on a day to day basis, you day after day after day after day after day for twenty four hours straight. What you don't want is COVID nineteen in your, in your jail. So some people had been releasing prisoners. These folks had decided that a way to get released, yeah, stop getting ahead of me, stop getting ahead of me was to, for some of them, to infect themselves with COVID-19. What? They tried to actually infect themselves with COVID-19 in hopes of getting released. There's actually videotape of it. I mean, there's like videotape of it. Um, it is absolutely incredible. Think about it. Now, these are folks who are gangbangers and people who are involved in, in, in the drug trade and stuff. So what they're not is afraid of danger. So there are some L.A. County inmates who deliberately infected themselves with the Wuhan coronavirus in a misguided effort to secure early release from, from jail the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department said in a press release. A group of inmates at the pitch at, at the Pitch's detention center 
in North County Correctional Facility were captured deliberately trying to infect themselves with the Wuhan coronavirus. The the, uh, L.A. Sheriff's Department determined the inmates did so because they mistakenly thought they would be released after testing positive for coronavirus. There's a video that that, that dudes could be seen sipping from a single bottle of hot water. Now this is this is where a lot of people miss it. This is this is I think this is this is the funny part of the story. According to the Los Angeles Sheriff's Department, hot water served two functions. It was supposed to elevate the prisoner's temperature before the nurse took the measurements. Right? And help spread the virus amongst the inmates. Despite plenty of space for prisoners to practice social distancing, the inmates could be seen sharing the water bottle and congregating in close proximity. In separate footage, another group of inmates can be seen sharing a a, a water cup and taking turns breathing through a common mask. They were trying to get infected. As a result of the actions captured on, on the video, 21 men tested positive for the for, for COVID-19 within a week. But despite the positive results, the, the L.A. Sheriff's Department said inmates would not be released. There are currently 4,590 inmates quarantined within the L.A. County jail system. Since the outbreak began, there have been a total of 220 confirmed cases, according to the L.A. Sheriff's Department. L.A. Car- LA County Sheriff Alex... Uh, Villa Nueva uh, has released 25% of the county's inmate population in an effort to promote social distancing within the system. The sheriff said the release of 4,000 nonviolent inmates has been effective in helping slow the spread of the virus. Well, you know, I, I love when people say this kind of stuff. What we're doing seems to be working. Maybe. When you say that, what you don't have is a control group, do you? You don't have a system where you didn't release people and you don't know what the hell happened. You're hoping, you're guessing, and you're and you're breaking your arm, patting yourself on the back saying what we're doing is working. You don't know. There's, there's just no way you know. Anyway. Um, so 4,000 nonviolent in- inmates have been, uh, has been effective in helping to slow the, the virus, at least in the jails, but the sheriff worried about the potential surge in crime uh, when you le- when you release four thousand people in LA County, four thousand people who are locked up are are being are, got got released, and then you start locking up people who are opening barbershops, are threatening people who are opening barbershops, are threatening people who are opening Tesla, threatening to arrest Elon Musk and his employees for opening up the fact the Tesla factory, while you just let 4,000 people out of jail. Hmm. When is a health crisis not a health crisis? We'll be back right after these messages. This is Willie Lawson for the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. You can have access to a growing nationwide network of attorneys and legal experts. You can get bail assistance. Um, The network provides up to $25,000 
to post bail on behalf of a member who has used force in self-defense. The fee deposit to your attorney immediately after a self-defense for representation during questioning and other vital defense services. You can reach us at ARM Citizens Legal Defense Network. Our number is 360-978-5200. That's 360-978-5200. Or go to www.armedcitizensnetwork.org. You know, every man my age should have three things in my opinion. First, you should have your own barber. Second, you should have your own car mechanic. And third, you should have your own florist. That's right, florist. My florist is Christine Vasconcello at Blooming Days Flower Shop, located at 11618 North Florida Avenue, here in Tampa, Florida. An FTD Top 100 florist, Blooming Days meets all of your floral needs while respecting your budget. Give Christine a call at 813-933-1942. www.bloomingdays.com And now it's time for Bryce is Right. Tim Bryce is an author, freelance writer, and the managing editor of M&JB Investment Company of Palm Harbor, Florida. Tim has over 40 years of covering Florida politics and national politics. It is a pleasure to have Bryce is Right as a segment on Fightback Media. And now, Bryce is Right. This is Tim Bryce with my column entitled, The First Thing We Do, Let's Kill All the Bean Counters. Nope, it's not the lawyers, it's the bean counters that are ruining business. Let me give you an example. I know of a large machine tool operation in the Midwest who used to be heralded for producing quality products. To this end, the company established an in-house school who taught their machinists how to build products, not just any old way, the company's way. The school was led by the senior craftsman of the business who took pride in their workmanship and passed this on to the new employees. When an employee graduated from the school, a machinist not only knew his job, but took pride in his work and became loyal to the company due to its reputation. Even if an employee dropped out and went elsewhere, he would always recommend his former company's products because he knew they were built with quality. This school went on for a number of years and became a part of the corporate culture. However, in the 1980s, the company hired a team of MBAs to look over their operations and make recommendations for improvement. You must remember, this was a time when cost-cutting was the norm. After looking over the financial statements of the business, the management consultants concluded the school represented a costly overhead and convinced the company to close it down. Shortly after the school's closure, the company started to experience a drop in morale. Absenteeism and tardiness began to rise and craftsmanship began to deteriorate. Product quality dropped significantly, and the company began to lose customers. So much so, they eventually sold off their machine tool operations and went into a totally new line of business. Keep in mind, prior to this, 
The company was a leader in the machine tool industry and generated substantial profits from it. Obviously, this story isn't unique, as we have witnessed several such changes in the corporate landscape during the 1980s and 1990s. The point is, the bean counters have taken charge of business, which has triggered sweeping changes in how we deal with our customers, our vendors, and our employees. Under the bean counter approach to business, numbers are all that matter. Of course, paying attention to the bottom line is always important, but this should not result in a callous way of operating a business. To me, studying the numbers is analogous to watching the dials and gauges of a machine. It's like watching the speedometer of an automobile. But if I observe an emergency vehicle approaching or see a drunk driver nearby, I'm going to ignore the gauges and do what is proper. I'm going to make a human decision and do what is best for my passengers and myself, as well as the other surrounding vehicles. If I only did what the dials and gauges told me, I would probably harm others. The bean counter approach to business represents a very mechanical way of operating. Let me give you an illustration. I have a friend here in Florida who is the state sales manager for a home health business, a very lucrative business for a retirement state like Florida. The company was recently purchased and a new management team put into place to run, uh, to run the business by bean counters. After studying sales figures, management found a salesman who wasn't making his quota and consequently instructed my friend to terminate his employment. My friend knew the salesman in question and realized he was experiencing some personal problems. After considerable discussion with corporate management, he convinced them to let him work with the salesman a while longer to see if he could help him. He pointed out to management the alternative was to start the laborious and costly process of recruiting and teaching a replacement. Management acquiesced and granted the salesman a stay of execution. Over the next few weeks, the sales manager was able to work with the salesman, helped him overcome his personal problems, and rebuild his confidence. Since then, the salesman has gotten back on track and has been exceeding quota ever since. Bean counters do not understand or appreciate the true business of a company. They make knee-jerk reactions based strictly on numbers, not on human intuition or social interaction. It's no small wonder the corporate world has become dehumanizing. I know of a medium-sized semiconductor business in the southeast who also experienced a similar phenomenon. The company was founded by a man with little formal education, but a lot of street smarts. He took a hands-on approach to the startup of the company, which grew in leaps and bounds. As the company settled into maturity, the founder began to slow down and brought in a new management team to take over the reins. His new management team had some pretty slick business school credentials, but inevitably they were nothing more than bean counters. Under their watch, corporate growth was arrested and the company's stock diminished radically. Today, a company that was at one time a robust and thriving business with loyal customers and dedicated employees is a mere shadow of its old self. Conducting business is more about our interpersonal relations with customers, vendors, and employees than it's about watching dials and gauges. As the famed W. Edwards Deming once said, profit in business comes from repeat customers, customers that boast about your project or service, and that bring friends with them. Keep in mind, Deming understood the need for statistical analysis and watching the bottom line, but he also realized they were nothing more than the dials and gauges of the business. In conclusion, under the bean counter approach, we have lost the personal touch for conducting business. Companies have become cold and calculating certainly not the types of businesses we want to work for or with. Always remember that bean counters believe conducting business is simply manipulating numbers, not in building products or servicing customers. Yet, for some unfathomable reason, we have put them on a pedestal and expect them to competently guide our companies. 
But the only thing I see them guiding is our foreign competitors who take over our market share. To paraphrase William Shakespeare, the first thing we do, let's kill all the bean counters. Our Bryce's Law of the Week, therefore, is business is about people, not just numbers. Friends, keep the faith. This is Tim Bryce in Palm Harbor, Florida. Follow me on the Internet at timbryce.com. After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from active care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is active care? Active care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out-of-pocket medical bills. Active care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get active care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.